is a gallery. This is the removal of walls. This is the removal of white paint. This is the removal of polished floor. This is the removal of windows. This is the removal of high ceilings. This is the removal of foundations. This is the removal of hard edges. This is the removal of the individuals. This is the removal of pure material. This is a gallery. Welcome in.
honest, I'm finding it painfully frustrating having to abide by the circumstances casually handed out by the solar structure of it all, the burning, the melting. It has nothing to do with the climate, apocalypse, etc. I would just really like for the sun to become cold and yet invigorating instead of what it is doing at the moment. All this friction in the skin that it creates. No matter how I'm imagining what will happen in the admittedly preferred version of everything, hypothetical as it undeniably must be at the moment, I keep thinking that it would be pleasantly weird if my body was cold instead of all this hectic beating. Cold evenings keep me alert about the madness of everything. There is an anchor in the susceptibility of the skin. You were someone with tight skin under your blue eyes and another one with grayish stubbles. I understand if someone might find me a bit annoying these days. These lines and get a little grumpy with me. You can go and go well. Send me letters filled with powder. This dangling fragile branch is sizzling with green deceit. Banished by the tree trunk and its warmer flies, dressed in bitter and brown, hardened and tired. From one big no, all of reality's decline has sprung. The lush loins of the sun-nurtured root systems have transferred the marrow to the offspring, to the branch, to my still fiber-covered bones, and now the outcast is being shed from the core, hits the ground. But burned and powdered, we could call the outcast an ashen beauty ripe for sniffing, right? Not to mention the decoction, the essensified liquid that could stem from this newly shunned neon lock. Whoops, but here comes the problem again. The self-promotion, the bragging, the smoldering, the calling myself neon. I can't stand, and I can't stand it. Oh, if you could flick me out of sentences like once upon a time there was a little boy. Annoyed yet? I understand. Of all people, I'm for example thinking myself that it would be a shame if it's a necessity to have to get so shatter-souled by other people's cockpits and hearts, etc. But so fucking sharp is this compass needle, apparently. Never look away from that, etc. Pessimist and fortune teller. So then what, when you don't know how to build up a laughter like that? 
now that you are not capable of avoiding attaching the innermost turning points, the most supreme cornerstones to these faraway living blue and grayish others, when this awkward starting point must be recognized, what fucking good is it then to ramble about a different kind of sun? You have what you have, you don't have a rewritable myth in real time. The sailor dreams about opening the boy in the end. There is a song about the sailor and it goes like this. The sailor dreamed about opening him in the end. It goes like this. The sailor wants to be loved by the human and make love to the human's bones. The song is being sung by the people in the villages that he visits. They sing it when they are asleep. Meanwhile, the sailor is hanging out at a cafe in the harbor. He is having shrimp. The sailor loves shrimp. Like this. He peeled them all day. He peeled them all night. Appealed prima donna is an unspeakable sight. The sailor likes to picture the young waiter at the harbor cafe in a pop star's outfit. Something with glitter on his clothes, something with shine in his hair, nail polish. He is imagining that the boy is a self-proclaimed martyr surrounded by a swarm of people in colorless clothes who laugh and sigh and bow when the star tilts his head or smiles so that all of his teeth show themselves off as sparkling. An obviously spoiled fancy paints, a highness, a narcissus made of glimmer and pure white fiber. Like delicate fish, in older cases more like newly boiled spongy chicken. Like this. They wiggle and crack and make such a fuss. From the ocean to the hook such ill-mannered puss. But the sailor is certain that the feast can only start when the skin is removed and the flesh falls apart. But there is something that the boy doesn't, doesn't know that he is missing. So it's a very good thing that he has now met me, the sailor thinks to himself. It will eventually become clear that the man is the only one who has noticed the tight, baffled skin under the pop star's lively blue eyes, as well as the pearls under his belt. It will become clear that it is the sailor that is needed here, he says. He mumbles, he hums in a new verse that the people in the villages have yet to write about him, he thinks. And so he sits on the harbor, wishfully humming with humid eyes, scratching his stubbled jaw while the wonderful one is serving him shrimp. And the sailor looks directly into the young waiter's ribs, down at the yet unpeeled dead creatures on his plate, up at the boy. 
chambers with some kind of oil, rot, ether, and something different in the human. Look, I'm right here, the sailor sings, peels, like this, and make love to the pop star's glittering bones. Then you could dance in fake blue vivid and dun light and hope that those two that you see that are younger and in love and moving half naked on the floor not far away from here in a totally numbing careless own and obvious rhythm. Those who hurt you with their perhaps only alleged intoxicating exchange here on the floor of dance a new one and then again that they those who as we speak might be having their very first experience with the big tribute right on this floor among other dancers others who unlike these two are confused about whether they are longing backwards or forward longing forward means that you are longing backwards too looking but these two they are beaming they are slightly open mouths These two pounding new ones in this very air, they see on the floor along the longing themselves and each other being new in the very first sweat that they will sweat together. They see the truth, so you could hope that they, these two young beings in immodest half-nakedness, these two specifically complete shining wet by the pulse itself bathing in the they they are they are each other shaking with the beat of that very them an otherness an opposite of an each moving while you look on moving while you watch them while you watch the only ones the lucky ones who animated by tears pulsate in each other's first astonished looks throb puzzled by the rightness um, unbelievable yes the other ones touch each other's holes each other's entrances, two young substances in a transformative splitting compound, a gate to something different, the center of all. Then you could dance in the fake blue light and hope that they and the dreams in the night could also be yours, your shapes and figures, that they belong to you and you to them, that you, like them, are young matter in a viral body, that you were them just a couple of, in retrospect, quite fumblingly promiscuous years ago. You could hope for that in the bluish nights, but in the burst threatened hours, on the step up towards implosion, blinded wherever and whenever outmaxed and exceeded you find yourself in whichever way existing, in whatever way you experience yourself, backwards and forwards, right there in these hours as the sun slowly returns with its unbearable reminders on this new or old cold and sweat 
sweat-drenched floor, where heat happened already before this big ball of fire rising to the sky now takes charge of reality. Right then and there, as the light comes on, and the two loved ones, as well as all the other dancers, turn and look at you, you can tell that you are horrified that exactly all of this hoping could turn out to reveal itself as the biggest headless elephant in the room.
Thank mm -hmm. you.